the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365 as Pastor Mark Fendley raises an important question. As you face troubles and difficulties and heartaches, when all you see is the problem and the pain, just how big is your God? Here's Pastor Mark Finley. After being so ecstatic, after sensing that Canaan was more fantastic than they could ever imagine, after they sensed that it was beyond their wildest dreams, the spies went on. Numbers 13, verse 28 to 33. The scene changes rapidly. Israel goes from euphoria immediately to doubt. You're looking at the book of Numbers, the 13th chapter, the 28th verses and onward. And we see there that the scene changes very, very quickly. And uh, Israel, that had been so excited, now senses that there's a great problem. We're starting with the 28th verse. Nevertheless, the spies are speaking now. They said, we told you about this land, verse 27, that flows with milk and honey. Nevertheless. So they tell you all the positive things. They say, nevertheless. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land to the south. The Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea along the banks of Jordan. Let your eyes drop down to verse 32. They gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out saying, the land that we have gone through as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. In other words, this land, you go into it, it's going to swallow you up. Then it says in verse 33, there we saw giants. The descendants of Anak came from the uh, land and they were like giants and we're like grasshoppers in their sight. And so we are in their sight. Now, did the land swallow people up? If the land swallowed people up, how did they ever get back? Were those people actually like like giants? Certainly not. You see, the more you doubt God, the more you exaggerate your problems. See, the more doubt you have in your life, the problems are going to be bigger than you possibly can imagine. See, now there is the difference in the spies' reports. Caleb and Joshua come back. And they do not have their proverbial head in the sand. Caleb and Joshua see the same thing that the ten spies saw. But there's one more difference. Their God was bigger than the problem. Caleb and Joshua had a different focus. The focus of the spies was on the problem. The focus of Caleb and Joshua was on God. When problems arise in your life, if the focus of your attention is on the problem, 
you're going to tend to exaggerate the problem. The problem is going to become larger and it's going to overwhelm you. If your God is as small as the problem, you've got a real small God. When we have financial problems, when we have marriage problems, when we have health problems, when we have interpersonal relationship problems, the more you focus on the problem, the more the human mind is going to tend to exaggerate the problem. And as the human mind exaggerates the problem, the problem is going to become bigger and bigger and bigger. The question is, what are you looking at? Are you focused on the problem or are you focused on the God that's bigger than the problem? If you focus on the giants, you are going to appear as a grasshopper. I don't want to be a grasshopper. You want to be a grasshopper? If you focus on the giants, you're going to be a grasshopper. If you focus on the problems, you are going to tremble in fear rather than move forward in faith. One day, John Wesley, the famed Methodist preacher, was walking down a country road counseling with a man. And this man was telling Wesley about all of his problems. This man was telling Wesley about all of his difficulties. And Wesley, they walked by a pasture and there was a cow in the pasture. And the cow was looking over a wall. And so Wesley stopped and he looked at the cow. And he said to the man, why is that cow looking over the wall? And the man said, what did you say? And Wesley said, why is the cow looking over the wall? And the guy said, I don't know. And Wesley said, because he can't see through it. If you are focusing on the wall of troubles, the wall of difficulties, the wall of challenges, the wall of obstacles, you're never going to be able to look through that wall. But if you look over the wall to the Christ who is your security, the Christ who is your refuge, the Christ who is bigger than that problem, I love the way it is put in the book Sanctified Life, page 89. It says this, darkness and discouragement will sometimes come upon the soul and threaten to overwhelm us. Now, even as Christians, we at times experience darkness. Even as Christians, we at times experience discouragement. It's so Ellen White says, darkness and discouragement will sometimes come upon the soul and threaten to overwhelm us. But we should not cast away our confidence. We must keep our eye fixed on Jesus, feeling or no feeling. Look over the wall. Look beyond the difficulty. Look beyond the challenge. Focus on Jesus. Now notice, next sentence. We should seek to faithfully perform every known duty and then calmly rest in the promises of God. The ten spies focused on the difficulties rather than the open door of God's providence. And because they let their fears overwhelm them, because they focused on the difficulties, they could have entered the promised land in 14 days. When they left Egypt, heading through the Red Sea, watching the destruction of the Egyptians, they could have entered into the promised land in 14 days. But they allowed their doubts, they allowed their fears, they allowed the difficulties and the obstacles and challenges to keep them from entering in to the promised land and they wandered for 40 
years in the wilderness. The ten spies focused on what their eyes saw rather than heaven's glorious provision for them. Pastor Mark Findlay on Hope Lives 365, talking about those times when God stretches our faith. Uh, It involves trusting in God's goodness, even when we can't see beyond our struggles. Hebrews 11, verse 1 says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And when God stretches our faith, we can trust him to take us through those hard times. Pastor Mark is returning in just a few moments with a final word, so don't go away. First, this reminder to request that booklet we told you about. It's 16 pages long, easy to read. It's called Signs of the Times When Life is Unfair. It's yours for a gift of any size. Get in touch today through our website or by telephone. When you do, ask for Mark's book. It's called When Life is Unfair. Call 855-888-HOPE. That's 855-888-HOPE. Or go to that website, hopelives365.com. Also, could I encourage you to take time to write to us? If you've done that recently, thanks. If you haven't, do it today. Pastor Mark would be encouraged by your note. And if possible, tuck in a donation to help us here at Hope Lives 365. Write to Post Office Box 118, Haymarket, Virginia, 20168. And remember, you and your friends can listen to this message that you're hearing today in its entirety online when you go to hopelives365.com. Look for the title, When God Stretches Our Faith. The ten spies focused on the largeness of the problems. Caleb and Joshua focused on the bigness of God. Next, Pastor Mark offers a final word on Hope Lives 365. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365. As we conclude today's presentation about when God stretches your faith, Pastor Mark offers this word of encouragement that you can overcome your doubts and unbelief, and your life really can be changed for good with God's help. Here's Pastor Mark Finley. The ten spies focused on the difficulties rather than the open door of God's providence. They focused on what their eyes saw rather than heaven's glorious provision for them. Doubt and unbelief kept them from doing what God wanted them to do. And where Caleb and Joshua gave a positive report, they gave a negative report. But notice what Caleb and Joshua said. Numbers chapter 14, verse 8 and 9. Notice the difference in focus. The difference between fear and faith. Numbers, the 14th chapter. And we're looking there at verse 8 and 9. The ten spies focused on the largeness of the problems. Caleb and Joshua focused on the bigness of God. The ten spies focused on the difficulties. Caleb and Joshua focused on the possibilities. The ten spies focused on what they thought could not be done and the limitations of human strength. Caleb and Joshua focused on the power of the living God. And so as the ten spies give a negative report, Caleb and Joshua give a positive report. Notice Numbers 14 
Verse 8, if the Lord delights in us. Now notice, Caleb and Joshua recognize indeed that there are challenges, but they say, if the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into the land and give it to us. Notice, it's not we're going to conquer the land. It's not that our armies are stronger than their armies. It's not that we are wiser. It's not that we're more intelligent. It's not that we have a better uh, fighting force. He will bring us into the land and give it to us, a land that flows with milk and honey. Pastor Mark Findlay on today's Hope Lives 365 with the encouragement to look beyond the obstacles that you're looking at right now and to trust in your gracious, all-powerful God. To help expand your faith, we have a number of excellent biblical resources available at our website, hopelives365.com, including today's message. Again, hopelives365.com. That's all the time we have. Uh, Mark will be talking next time about trusting in God even when we are apprehensive and afraid in times when God stretches our faith. That's on the next Hope Lives 365. Today on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Finley explains that God knows just what you need, and he wants you to focus on him when struggles come your way. When we have financial problems, when we have marriage problems, when we have health problems, when we have interpersonal relationship problems, if your God is as small as the problem, you've got a real small God. Are you focused on the problem or you're focused on the God that's bigger than the problem. When we're confronted with overwhelming problems, what is it that makes it possible for us to look past those seemingly insurmountable obstacles and have hope and determination? You know, there's that wonderful old hymn of the faith that says, turn your eyes upon Jesus and look full into his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and his grace. You know, the truth of those words will be made very clear on today's Hope Lives 365 as Pastor Mark Finley emphasizes that where we focus our hearts in those times when God stretches our faith will make all the difference. That's coming up next on Hope Lives 365. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365 with Pastor Mark Findlay. A quick reminder to check out the helpful resources available to you at the website, including today's message. The title is When God Stretches Our Faith. Go to hopelives365.com to learn more. Our teacher is Mark Findlay. He's a pastor and international speaker and the author of more than 70 books. He's president of Hope Lives 365, this ministry whose mission is to encourage you towards spiritual growth and maturity. Today, Pastor Mark begins a new message about looking beyond the roadblocks and the pain and the disappointments that may be surprising you right at this moment. When you face those difficulties, trust the Lord to see you through all things and that all things are in his hands, because this is when God stretches your faith. Here's Pastor Mark Findlay. In the 15th century, the Spanish Empire developed a motto. And the motto was, Ne plus ultra, means simply no more beyond. 
the kings and queens of Spain believed that their empire had spread over the world and there were no more worlds to conquer. They believed that their empire was so large that there was no more beyond. It was in 1492 that King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella helped to finance the voyages of an explorer by the name of Christopher Columbus. Have you ever heard of that name? And Columbus dispelled that myth as he traveled around the world and he discovered the new world. He showed that that motto, ne plus ultra, that there was no more beyond, was totally false and simply a myth. You know, as I thought of that motto that the Spanish Empire had no more beyond, I thought how that applies to many people's Christian lives. They have the idea that there is no more beyond. They've stuck in a rut. Their spiritual lives stagnate. They have stopped growing. They live within the circle of their own narrow thoughts. They are locked in a no-growth pattern. And if you ask them what their motto is, their motto is, well, there's no more beyond. I mean, I've studied everything there is to study. I know everything there is to know. They're kind of at this plateau of their Christian experience. They live as if there is nothing more beyond, that they're content with what they've experienced. Joachim Miller wrote an amazing poem about Christopher Columbus. And if you have any knowledge of history at all and geography, you'll be impressed with this poem. It goes something like this. And he's talking about Columbus. Beyond him lay the gray Azores, beyond the gates of Hercules, before him not the ghost of shores, before him, and you can almost imagine Columbus sailing the oceans, before him only shoreless seas. The good mate said, now we must pray, for lo, the stars are gone. Brave Admiral, what shall I say? Why, sail on, sail on, sail on. In other words, beyond the horizon, there's something more. You may just see these shoreless seas, but beyond the horizon, there's something more. If I were applying that to the Christian faith, I'd put it this way. Let your faith be stretched. Believe that God has something more for you. Trust that there is a deeper, richer experience than you currently have. Believe that God is going to lead you into the heights of glory, that he's going to lead you beyond the fog of spirituality where you are into something deeper, broader, and greater. Believe that in the face of obstacles, there's something more. Believe in the face of difficulties, there's something more. Believe in the face of overwhelming problems that there's something more. Believe in the face of opposition, there's something more. Believe in the face of criticism, there's something more. Believe in the face of doubt, there's something more. Believe in the face of fear, there's something more. Believe in the face of defeat, there's something more. Believe in the face of failures, there's something more. Now the Bible shares the lives of two characters that exemplify this spirit of belief and trust in God and this willingness to move forward in the face of what appeared to be overwhelming obstacles. Their names, Caleb and Joshua. Here's the setting. Israel is on the borders of the promised land. And as they are on those borders, there are obstacles that that lie between them and the promised land. 
Moses chooses 12 men, all leaders, to go out and spy out the land for 40 days. They quietly slip into Canaan. And as they quietly slip into Canaan under the cloak of darkness to spy out the land, Numbers 13 describes the story. So if you have your Bible, take it and turn to Numbers, the 13th chapter. We're looking at Numbers, the 13th chapter, and we're looking there at verses 17 to 20. Numbers 13, verses 17 to 20. Moses sends out the spies to spy out the land of Israel. Numbers 13, 17 to 20. So Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said to them, Go up this way into the south and go up to the mountains and see what the land is like, whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, few or many. Now that's pretty good espionage, isn't it? If you happen to work for the State Department, you work for the espionage agency, you are maybe posted in another country and you're checking out the situation there. So here is Moses sending out a contingent for an espionage, and he says, go up. Uh, Don't make yourself known. See whether they're strong or weak. See whether they're few or many. Verse 19, look at the geography of the land. See whether the land they dwell in is a good or bad. Whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds. Whether the land is rich or poor. Whether there are forests and there are not. Be of good courage. Bring some of the fruit of the land back. Now the time was for the season of the ripe grapes. So the spies went into the land and their investigative analysis was thorough. The espionage report that they brought back was complete. A positive report would spur Israel on to conquest. And so the spies followed Moses' instructions carefully. They were faithful to their assignment. They came back after 40 days and they gave a glowing report. And as they began their report, all Israel was excited. They were thrilled with this report. They thought, this is indeed the land that God has promised. We're going to move into this land rapidly. The spies even showed forth a cluster of grapes that was so heavy that it took two men to carry it as it hung on a pole between them. They also displayed baskets of figs and pomegranates. And you can just imagine the euphoria in Israel. You can just imagine the excitement in Israel. This is the land that the Lord God has given to us. Pastor Mark Findlay with the account of two spies who spoke of a land of abundance, ready for the children of Israel to take possession, convinced that this was the land God had promised to give them. And their leader, Moses, his faith had been stretched as it was necessary for him to trust what these men reported, even though they had not seen it with their own eyes. You're listening to Hope Lives 365. In a moment, Pastor Mark is returning with more of this inspiring story about those times when God stretches your faith. You know, sometimes uh, deeply hurtful things that we experience in life do affect our limited faith, and they cause us to ask that question, why? Uh, What is causing all of this pain, all of this suffering? Pastor Mark Finley addresses the topic in his 16-page booklet titled, Signs of the Times When Life is Unfair. 
Uh, Such difficult questions defy easy answers, but God's Word gives you peace and hope as you struggle with the injustices of life, because someone bigger sees beyond that horizon. Get your copy of this helpful book, Signs of the Times. It's yours for a donation of any amount to this ministry. Make your gift at 855-888-HOPE. That's toll-free. Call 855-888-4673. Or order it at the website, hopelives365.com. Again, hopelives365.com. At that website, too, remember you can always make a donation. Your gifts to Hope Live 365. Donations can be made there online or by calling our toll-free number, 855-888-HOPE. And, of course, as you listen, we hope that you'll remember that today's message is available for you to listen to again right there online at hopelives365.com. And for a nominal fee, you can download the message in audio form, and it's called When God Stretches Our Faith. Look for it in the radio archives at hopelives365.com. In just a moment, Pastor Mark continues the message reminding you that uh, the way past the problems of life is to focus instead on the one who sees beyond the horizon. The focus of the spies was on the problem. Caleb and Joshua had a different focus. The focus of Caleb and Joshua was on God. Stay with us for more of Hope Lives 365. 